Hey there, Angry Faithful. I just wanted to drop in, bend your ear a little bit, get your attention. So if you're not listening, drop what you're doing and pay attention to me. Because I'm here to inform you that not only can you get your daily, maybe if you're binging it, I'm not sure, that's entirely up to you, but you can multiply your doses of angry me fuckery by paying attention to all of the platforms upon which you can find either the dulcet tones of my voice and David's voice or my pretty face and David's not-so-pretty face. Anyways, digressing, we, not only on we are on YouTube, we are on Spotify, we're on Rumble, we're on Google, Apple Podcast. We have a TikTok page. We're on Twitter, Instagram, and of course, Facebook. So if you find yourself fuckery deprived, curl up with a nice hot mug of shut the fuck up and just listen. Open those ear holes and be prepared to be cream pied like it's the first time. Thanks for listening. Welcome, Angry Faithful. Today on Psychos and Sociopaths, it's going to be a three-parter. First part is just going to be the the startup of it, of the DC snipers. And uh, then we're going to go on the second part. We're going to talk about the the people that were involved. And then on the third part, we're going to talk about the investigation, what inevitably happened. But on that note, we got one more uh, little tidbit for our angry faithful is I'm going to be at the Stone Oven uh, Gourmet Pizza and Eatery for Senate Comedy on August the 13th at nine o'clock to midnight uh, for five minute stand up comedy. And there'll be other comics there, too. We got Joey Diaz, which is not the actual Joey Diaz, what we name it, know and love. Uh, but he's still fun. This this kid is actually really funny. Uh, Jeffrey Gold, uh, Mikey, uh, Michael uh, Potamano, uh, Brennan DeMoss, uh, Tulu. I'm going to butcher this last name. Agumbe, Tulu Agumbe, and Gorb Gorbinson. And it's hosted by uh, Skylar uh, Wilson. Uh, it's going to be at 818 7th Street, Wichita Falls, Texas, 76301. And I'll put the uh, link in the bio and description uh, for the entire time we're doing this. So there's but... going to be three three types of crowds that are going to show up. One is going to be like this. <laughs> <laughs> One, which I hope you get, is going to be like this. <laughs> right? Or you're going to get this crowd. <laughs> I'm hoping for door number two. Hoping for door number two. Okay. <laughs> the stand-up is hard, man. It really is. It, it is hard. And I've I've gotten like, what, what was, been doing it for about three months now, four months. Sorry. <laughs> wife problems i got you no it's not wife problems she just came in she she was fixing dinner (laughs) she's giving me the stern look i don't like it (laughs) yeah soak in that stern look i know i I get it all the time from most (laughs) women so it doesn't really phase me anymore 
Okay, so this week we start the DC Sniper Attacks. <laughs> you're you're going to love that for all times, aren't you? All time, dude. That's such a that's I mean thing. It's a yeah, I mean, why not? Fuck it, right? <laughs> all right. Come, I can turn the I can I can turn my ripper all the way down. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, but no sorry. Uh, All right. The DC sniper attacks, also known as the uh, Beltway sniper attacks, were a series of coordinated uh, shootings that occurred during three weeks of October uh, 2002 in the District of Columbia, Maryland, and Virginia. Ten people were killed and three others were uh, critically wounded in Baltimore, Washington, metropolitan area. And along Interstate 95 in Virginia, the snipers were uh, God John Allen Muhammad and Lee uh, Boyd Mavalo. Uh, John was age 41 at the time, and Lee was at age 17 at the time, uh, who traveled uh, in a blue 1990 Chevrolet Caprice sedan. The crime spree had begun in February 2002, including murders and robberies in the states of Alabama, Arizona, Florida, Georgia, Louisiana, Maryland, Texas, which uh, Washington State and Washington, D.C., which uh, resulted in seven deaths and seven wounded. In 10 months, the snipers killed 17 people and wounded 10 other people. None of the uh, none of the killed were children. Uh, none of the, none of the people killed were children but one was uh severely wounded i'm not gonna lie going through that was oh, that was that was rough i don't know why it was rough i guess some of it's like when it's written down it's written some of it's written down like a little child yeah did it yeah um it's it's how can we put this gently um one of those situations where the grammar that's on the page <laughs> doesn't necessarily translate. Good lord, translate to. Uh, I will be glad when my new house is completed and I've got a semi-soundproof office. Mm. Oh, it's going to be so great. Um, I I am thinking. Not this week, but probably next week. I'll get. I'll end up buying my new soundboard. Oh, dude, I, I was. I'm literally thinking about sending you the uh, schematics on this and what it does and everything, just so you can get get teased on what what it can do. But anyways, it's your it's your turn. <laughs> okay. All right. So, uh, let's see here. So in September 2003, Muhammad was sentenced to death. And in October, Malvo, um, a juvenile, was sentenced to six consecutive life sentences without parole. Um, now, remember that, boys and girls, because that will come up on the quiz later. Um, let me see here. In November 2009, Muhammad was put to death by lethal injection. Now, um, in 2017, the United States Court of uh, Appeals in the Fourth Circuit, a very liberal uh, uh, circuit, if I might add, vacated Malvo's three life sentences without paroles in, uh, parole in Virginia on appeal. 
Now, the reason for this with resentencing order uh, pursuant to the Supreme Court's ruling in the case of Miller versus Alabama, um, that's section, what is it? Uh, see if I can read this properly here. 567 uh, U.S. Yeah, five, 50, yeah, uh, 467 U.S. 460, 132, um, circuit court, or no, or is it? Yes, yeah, circuit court. Circuit court. 244 you know what if if my if my my son is listening to this or his girlfriend's listening to this don't shoot me educate me okay um anyway so that supreme court ruling uh held that mandatory life sentences for juvenile criminals without possibly parole violated the eighth amendment to the constitution now what is the eighth amendment to the u.s constitution great question i'm glad you asked it prohibits it prohibits the federal government from imposing excessive bail excessive fines or cruel and unusual punishments. So there you go. You're welcome. Um, the U.S. Supreme Court granted seratoriae, uh, uh, which is basically uh, it's a it's a court process to seek judicial review of its uh, decision from a lower court or government agency. Uh, it comes from the English name of an English prerogative uh, writ uh, issued by Superior Court to direct that the record of the lower court be sent to the Superior Court for review. So. It basically just allows the decisions to be reviewed by the next step up, so more or less. Okay. Um, anyway, so it was granted seratoriae uh, with or, oral arguments held on October 16th of 2019. Should he be resentenced, um, Malvo's minimum prison sentence will be determined by a judge. Now, the available maximum sentence would be life imprisonment. Ruling does not apply to the six life sentences that he received in Maryland. Now, on February 25th of 2020, after the passage of a Virginia law allowing those who are serving life sentences for offenses committed uh, before or uh, yeah, before the age of 18 to seek release after serving 20 years. Now, um, the U.S. Supreme Court case was dismissed at the request of the lawyers on both sides. Um, why is that important? It's basically he's going to spend the rest of his natural life in prison. He's not going to get out. Um, even if... Um, uh, well, no, I read that wrong. So I, I think with the way that this was written or the right way that it was, it reads rather is look at, look at this, man. I'm getting like verbal that dyslexia and it's coming out. It sucks. Anyways, I know. Welcome to your world, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think the way that this reads is that if he gets a life imprisonment term from the judge for that resentencing from the, uh, uh, Virginia case, then or I mean, uh, what is it? Yeah, from the from from it's Virginia. The Virginia. There we go. Case. Yeah, Virginia case, right? Because now that doesn't count his Maryland stuff. So Mm-mm. I mean, the dude's never he, he's never going to get out of prison. Now, no, he's um, he's he's never going to get out of prison on any of this stuff. Yeah, it's more. Or less, uh, it, on a situation like this, it's more or less the tug and pull of different states wanting justice type deal it it sounds weird and petty but Mm -hmm. you have people in maryland that's like hey he needs to serve over here because of this there is what was that one case where they ended up uh someone did something and they dug him up and did the trial again it was some kind of uh catholic church thing it's it's a it's it's where they exhumed the body and they and they, yeah they, they exhumed the, the corpse, body basically 
Yeah, and they so, redid a court case. That sounds like something that I'd want to check into. Yeah, it's. It, I mean, legitimately, that sounds like fun, kids. It, it, it's something that's it, it's so old and and weird. It's one of those things that just I fellow I've fallen in a lot of stuff when it comes on like looking stuff on the internet and one of the things. Mm-hmm. Now, the primary shootings uh, was on February sixteenth, two thousand two. Twenty-one uh, year old cashier Kania uh, Nicole Cook uh, was shot and killed by Lee uh, Manival at the front door of her aunt's home in uh, Tacoma, Washington. Cook's aunt, uh, Aisha uh, Nichols, had been good friends with John Allen uh, Muhammad's ex-wife, Mildred, and had encouraged her to seek a divorce. On March 19, 2009, uh, 2002, God, I don't know why, it was the 19th, Jerry Taylor, 60, was killed by a single shot uh, to the chest fired from a long-range rifle as he uh, practiced chip shoot uh, chip shots at Tuscan, Arizona uh, golf course. Muhammad's sister uh, lived near the golf course, and he was visiting her at the time of the shooting. God, that's gotta that's gotta really suck because the way the way it's starting to look is they're just I mean, the first one was meant to do something. It had had like a actual definitive thing. The other ones is just, hey, let's they, go they around just, and just they shoot. just basically yeah, just basically became targets of opportunity. Yeah, yeah. On August first, two thousand two, John Gita, uh, fifty one, was changing a tires, uh, t- uh, changing a tire slashed by Malo. Uh, I'm gonna mess up his name over time. Manlovo? Malvo. Malvo. Okay, mm-hmm. Malvo. Uh, at a parking lot in uh, Hamdal. God. Uh, Hamdal. That's not it. Hold on. Speaking thing. <laughs> Hammond, Louisiana. Man. Really? Uh, yeah. Take a deep breath. Take a deep breath. Take a deep breath. Uh, Maval, is that his name? Malvo. Malvo. Mm-hmm. Then shot him in the neck. The bullet exited through uh, Gita's back, and he penetrated, uh, pretended to be dead while uh, Malvo stole his wallet. Gita ran to the service station after the sh- uh, shooter left and discovered that he was bleeding. He went to the hospital and was released within an hour. Wow, that's that's balls right there get shot go to the hospital get it all fixed up within an hour yep. on uh, on march 1st 2010 <clears throat> he received a long uh, a letter of apologies from melvo but they don't have the letter oh, i'm going to try to find a letter for melvo on that one and that's even if it got released for public distribution yeah uh, on September 5th, 2002, at 10.30 p.m., Paul uh, LaRuffa, uh, a 55-year-old pizza, uh, pizzeria owner, was shot six times at close rings while locking up his Italian restaurant in Clinton, Maryland. Uh, LaRuffa uh, 
survived the shooting and his laptop computer was found in John Allen Muhammad's car when he and Malvoy uh, were arrested. On September 14, 2002, 22-year-old, oh, that's, oh, that's, that's weird. 22-year-old Rupinder Finney Oberai. Uh-huh. Repinder <laughs> Benny Oberoi, uh, an employee of uh, Hilladell uh, Beer and Wine Liquor Store in uh, Silver Springs, Maryland, was shot in the ba- uh, back outside the store. Uh, Benny survived the shooting. Uh, the shooting was officially linked to Muhammad and Melva uh, by uh, Montgomery County Police Department on September 15, 2002. Uh, Muhammad Rez. God, big weird words. I can get some of them, but I just can't get all of them. It's like Rashid Muhammad Rashid was shot while closing three uh, road liquor, uh, three road liquors, and uh, Brandwine, uh, Maryland. Rashid later identified Malvoy as the shooter in court on. What's really strange about this whole thing, and I'm just gonna stop it right there for a second. What's really strange about this whole thing, when I was looking at the stuff, uh, Muhammad was literally not the Muhammad Rashid, but Muhammad John Muhammad. Mm-hmm. He literally did this because he thought because he he transferred, and we'll get into this tomorrow or next time we get uh, we do the uh, the episode, mm-hmm. uh, but he converted to islam and he thought the september 11th there's so many things that he said that this is the reason why i did it, it was like september 11 attacks in 2001 and then his ex-wife and uh his ex-wife was trying to get custody of the children divorcing them i think he just went all eight shipping crazy he did why. i mean that's all it boils down to is the guy the guy absolutely lost his mind so yeah. <clears throat> you know i mean is it an excuse? Absolutely not. Um, but at the same time, well, let me stop myself there. There is no at the same time, because it sounds like I'm trying to justify it, and I'm really not. Um, I mean, people like that should be burned at the stake. I mean, to be completely and perfectly honest with you, um, there's no, I don't know, in my mind, there's no, there's no wiggle room. So, you did what you did own up to the fact that you did it quit trying to hide behind this that and the other because i mean we already think that you're batshit crazy but don't what is it that like people automatically assume that you're a fool don't open your mouth and prove them right that's exactly what he's doing yeah (laughs) the the thing about crazy people is that they don't know that they're crazy Psycho or sociopaths do, but they don't know. They don't think they're crazy. They just look at the world through a different filter, and they know it. So you know, there's just anyway. Digressing. Go ahead. On September twenty first, two thousand two, at twelve fifteen a.m., forty one year old Milton A. Uh, Water. God. Milton A. Uh, Wilder Marianne. Wilder Marianne 
was fatally shot in the head and back with a 22 caliber pistol at Atlanta, Georgia. Wonderman uh, was helping the owner of a uh, Sammy's packaging store closed up for the night when he was shot. According, uh, according, uh, coordinated, coordinated shooting occurred. Damn! Oh man. Uh, nineteen hours later on the same day, Claudia Parker, a fifty-two-year-old liquor store clerk in Montgomery, Alabama was shot in the chest and killed during a robbery. Her co-worker, 24 uh, Kaylee Adams, was critically wounded with a shot through the neck but survived. Evidence found at the crime scene eventually tied the killings to the uh, Beltway attacks and allowed authorities to uh, identify Muhammad and Malava uh, as suspects. Although the connection was not made until October 17th, almost four weeks later, uh, on September 23rd, 2002, at 6.30 p.m., 45-year-old Hong M. Bollinger was shot in the head and killed with a Bushmaster rifle in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Muhammad and Malvo were later linked to the killings. Okay. Okay. You see, it's my turn. Mm-hmm. It is my turn now. Um, so, with the D.C. and Montgomery County, Maryland, and Virginia uh, surrounding areas, um, where we get the D.C. sniper, the Beltway sniper attack uh, monikers, uh, um, started uh, roughly on October second. Now they're trying to nail it down to about five twenty in the afternoon, which was on a Wednesday, but a shot. Shot was fired through the window of a Michael's craft store in Aspen Hill. The bar- bullet narrowly missed Ann Chapman, a cashier at the store. Since no one is injured, the shot was assumed to be random, so no serious alarms were raised. However, approximately one hour later at 6.30, James Martin, a 55-year-old program analyst, analyst excuse me, for uh, NOAA, which is uh, the National uh, Ocean- Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, he was killed at 2201 Randolph Road. Uh, it's a parking lot uh, of a shopper's food warehouse grocery store located in Wheaton. Now, on the morning of October 3rd, four people were shot dead within the span of approximately two hours in Aspen Hill and other nearby areas in Montgomery County. Now, another uh, was killed that evening in the uh, Tacoma neighborhood. That's Tacoma spelled Tango Alpha Kilo Oscar Mike Alpha or T-A-K. OMA, for those of you who are not phonetically gifted, um, neighborhood of the district uh, of D.C. Now, uh, the timeline kind of proceeds like this. 7.41 a.m., James L. Buchanan, 39-year-old landscaper known as Sonny, was shot dead on uh, Rockville Pike near uh, Rockville, Maryland. He was shot while mowing the grass at the Fitzgerald Auto Malls. 8.12 a.m., 54-year-old part-time taxi driver, Prem Kumar uh, Walakar, was shot in Aspen Hill, Montgomery County, while pumping gasoline into his taxi at a mobile station. Aspen Hill, uh, at the Aspen Hill Road in Connecticut Avenues. Uh, 8.37 a.m., Sarah Ramos, a 34-year-old babysitter and housekeeper, was killed on Rossmore Boulevard at the Leisure World Shopping Center in Norback. She had gotten off a bus and was seated on a bench reading a book. Uh, 9.58 a.m., 25-year-old Lorianne Lewis Rivera, was killed while vacuuming her Plymouth Grand Voyager. She's just 
soccer mm-hmm. mom at the Shell Station at the intersection of Connecticut and Knowles Avenue in Kensington, Maryland. Um, the snipers waited until 920 before shooting Pascal Ch- uh, Charlot, a 72-year-old retired carpenter while he was working on Georgia Avenue at Elmira Road in Washington, D.C., he died less than an hour later. Now, in each of the shootings, the victims were killed by a single bullet fired from some distance, and in some ca- in each case, the killer struck and vanished. The pattern was not detected until after the October 3rd shooting occurred. Now, obviously, this kind of ran in the area, um, and news of the shooting started to spread. At a press conference meeting, Chief of Police for Montgomery County, Maryland, Charles Mose, uh, informed parents that schools were on a code blue alert, keeping children indoors. He said that the schools were safe. Many parents picked up their children early at school, not allowing them to take a school bus or walk home. Now, uh, Montgomery County public schools uh, in the D.C. district, public schools um, and private schools went into a lockdown with no recess or outdoor physical activity classes. Um, other school districts in the area precautionary member, uh, mem- measures members eh, uh, <laughs> keeping students indoors now during the course of the shootings law enforcement agencies from neighbor neighboring states became embedded in the investigation through telephone tips um, police only had a few pieces of evidence to work with now one initial report said that during the silver spring attack someone had reported seeing a white box truck after the murder in washington dc washington witnesses began telling police they'd seen a blue chevy caprice rather than a white box truck now, the, the, the police initially believed that all the murder, murders were carried out with a 223 caliber rifle, AR, you know, IED, or AKA, that's the word I was looking for, um, a Bushmaster rifle or a AR platform, you know, these scary, you know, military weapons that civilians have access to. Yeah. <clears throat> Say that very tongue in cheek, you know, it's like, um, <sighs> Oh, no. Now, now at this point, Malvo and Muhammad started covering a wider area and taking two to three days in between shootings. October 4th, 43-year-old homemaker Caroline uh, 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 Sewell was wounded in the chest at 2.30 p.m. in the parking lot at another Michael store at a Spotsylvania, a mall in Spotsylvania. Uh, She was loading purchases into her minivan. By this point, hundreds of journalists had converged to cover the unfolding events. Now, school officials reassured the public that they were taking every measure possible to protect the children by tightening security and canceling other outdoor activities. Now, on October 7th at 8.09, Iron, or I'm going to say Iran, I'm going to say Iron Brown, a 13-year-old student was shot in the chest and critically wounded as he arrived at the Benjamin Tasker Middle, Middle, Middle School at, uh, on Compton Road in Bowie, Maryland. Or would they pronounce it Bowie? I'm going to say Bowie because we're from Texas. Um, in Prince George's County. Now, uh, Brown's name was initially withheld from the public, but was later revealed. And I think that was because of his minor status. Um, his Aunt Tanya Brown was a nurse who had just brought him to school. She rushed him to a hospital emergency room. Now, despite serious injuries... Including damage to several major organs, Brown survived the attack and ultimately testified at Muhammad's trial. At this crime scene, the authorities discovered a shell casing as well as a tarot card, a death card inscribed with the phrase, call me God on the front, and three separate lines on the back. For you, Mr. Police Code, call me God, do not release to the press. Despite police efforts to honor the request not to release information about the card to the press, 
details were made public by WUSA TV and then by the Washington Post just one day later. Way to go. Um, October 9th at 8.18 p.m., 53-year-old civil engineer Dean Harold Myers was shot dead while pumping gasoline at a Sunoco gas station uh, on Sudley Road in Prince William County um, near Manassas. Now, uh, the next uh, couple days later, in the morning of October 11th, 9.30 a.m., 53-year-old businessman Kenneth Bridges was shot dead while pumping fuel at an Exxon station off of I-95 near Fredericksburg. October 14th, 9.15 p.m., 47-year-old Linda Franklin, uh, an FBI intelligence analyst was who was a resident of Arlington County, was shot dead in a covered parking lot at Home Depot in Fairfax County, Virginia, just outside Falls Church. Now, I remember this one specifically because this is the one that really seemed like it set off the federal uh, federal authorities. At this point, they were letting the local municipalities handle it. But when the FBI agent got gunned down, then the FBI decided to step in, which I think is complete horse crap. But anyway, I digress. Um, the police received what seemed to be a very after October 14th, uh, the, the October 14th shooting. But it was later determined that the witness was inside the Home Depot at the time and was lying. The witness, Matthew Dowdy, was subsequently convicted of interfering with the investigation. Good for him, fuckface. Um, by this point, gas stations had begun to put tarps up to conceal their customers. Um, Alvo Muhammad did not commit any more shootings for five days. Um, October 19th at 8, p- or 8 p.m., 37-year-old Jeffrey uh, Hopper, uh, was shot in the parking lot near Ponderosa Steakhouse near Route 54 in Ashland, Virginia, about 90 miles south of Washington. Um, his wife, Stephanie, called out to passersby who phoned for an ambulance enabling Hopper to survive his injuries. Now, authorities discovered a four-page letter from the shooter in the woods that demanded $10 million and made a threat to children. On October 21st, Richmond area police to two men, one with a white van outside of a gas station. Now, the men turned out to be uh, undocumented immigrants with no connection to the shooter. Now, the pair were administered uh, cavity searches. <laughs> I'm sorry. They were remanded into federal custody, which, which, which was then the Immigration and Nationalization Service. Okay, okay, okay. Sidetrack, side sidetrack. Now, these, guys, now, these guys were eventually deported. Did you, did you look at the picture for the cavity search thing? Scan over that real quick. Just look at the picture. It's fucking hilarious. Dude, is that a screen cap from like what happened? What what I just I look, that, that that's just, gotta dude, that's gotta be a porn. It has to be. That's gotta be a porn screen cap, dude. It, it is. Oh my god. This is so I love hilarious. Wikipedia sometimes. I really <laughs> yeah. do. The fact that we can go in there and edit these pages and people put their own footnotes and they can put their own clip art, dude, that is classic. All right, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> I just, like, I, it just, it was one of those things I was like scanning. Oh, these immigrants, these illegals. And then I, yeah, these illegals were given cavity searches and. It looks like like an 80s you, porn guy. That's a gay. Yeah, like an 80s gay porn guy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> It's time for your cavity search. Oh my god! Oh my god! It's fucking hilarious. These guys smell bad, but they're clean. <laughs> All right. Um. Wow. The next day, on October twenty second, right on bus driver Conrad Johnson, thirty five, was shot at five fifty six a.m. while standing on the steps of the fourteen uh, the fourteen one hundred block of Brantry Road on Aspen Hill. Uh, released. Uh, the the Maryland chief. 
uh, police chief uh, Mose released part of the content of one of the shooter's letters in which he declares your children are not safe anywhere at any time. Johnson died of his injuries. Um, while no shootings occurred in on, on October 23rd, the day is significant to events. First, ballistics experts confirmed Johnson as the 10th fatality in the Beltway shooting. Second, in a yard in Tacoma, Washington, police searched with metal detectors for bullet shell casings and other evidence that might provide a link to the shooters. A tree stump, believed to have been used for target practice, was seized. Now, would have this been, would this link have been given or, you know, would this link have, you know, materialized if that FBI agent would have been shot, wouldn't have been shot? Probably not. And, and I say that not, not to disparage the federal law enforcement or local law enforcement, but with the, um, the outstanding track record of, of, uh, law enforcement as it relates to serial murders or you know you know serial murders at this point if you know just from the history of our show I, I really don't think that that link would have materialized i really don't know uh they're investigating like state to state murders is very hard and connecting the dots and everything i think uh, a, a cop literally told me it's like if you want to get away with murder do it in one state if multiple murders do it in one state and then go uh to another state and do it uh, do another one there and they'll never it, it just make sure you do a different timeline and everything like that and you can get away with it i was like really and we were just it was just one of those time frames where it's just honest conversation and everything like that i don't plan on murdering people <laughs> yes let's 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 put that disclaimer out there now david dickerman is not planning <laughs> that sounds so reassuring not i know david dickerman is not gonna kill anybody he did start not blinking have sex like with that times. woman miss lewinsky <laughs> start blinking a couple of times yeah right but yeah. well yeah. that is that is kind of the end of this episode uh for the part one uh we're just going to call this dc attacks and we're going to name the other ones uh later on uh but this this is kind of surreal because we we ended up uh living it uh yeah, i mean and and i was in it, it happened when it was happening yeah but i mean it it's it's kind of i don't know it it really i don't want to say i don't want to sound cheesy but like you know but this kind of makes it more real, you know. It, it takes it out of the the land of of, of historical nonfiction, blah blah blah. But I mean, because we we obviously know that the other cases obviously happen. We're not trying to, to you know, to take away from uh, from the victims or from the families of those victims. But um, you know, it, it's it's definitely one of those, you know, because we remember. I remember watching that stuff, you know, kind of unfold on the news. And it it's sobering, you know, because you're sitting there watching all of this happen, and we really, as 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 kids, as young adults growing up, you know, and even it it's just watching it kind of unfold. You know, it's not like okay, we're watching reports from you know Afghanistan or Iraq or anything like that. You know, kind of being you know broadcast on our tv it's it's that's still we're watching history unfold there but i mean it's as far as like 
seeing something like that go down on our turf in you know back here in our backyard so to speak you know it's 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 more sobering because it's a little bit more real it's a little bit more in your face does that make sense yeah okay i just wanted to i just didn't want to go off on this huge tangent and everybody to start filling up our inbox with like don't ever fucking have him back Uh, I hate to tell you this right now, Johnny, but uh, we we gotta we gotta ban you. Sorry, that would never happen on YouTube. A lot of people's opinions. Later, folks. It was real. It's fun, but it wasn't real fun. (laughs) (laughs) Good man, no, don't do that. Anyways, but on another note, since we're talking about shootings. And uh, defense and everything. Well, God damn it. I'm trying to find this kid's freaking stuff. You talking uh, about I, that Isaac kid or the one that, that, that just did the... Uh, Eli, the new, whatever his yeah, name Eli, is. Yeah, Eli, whatever. Yeah, he, he neutralized that shooter in about 14 seconds. Yeah. Because even though it was a... Uh, it was banned by the by the business to not carry... He was exercising his constitutional right in that state, and he ended up becoming a good guy with a gun. Yeah, and what's really sad is is if you go uh, – if you look at the uh, Twitter stuff on this bullshit, and not, not Eli's bullshit, but there's so many freaking soccer moms going. It's like, how could he shoot that man? He was in a place that was gun-free. I'm like, oh, are you fucking kidding? They were going – they were attacking – the guy that was actually saving people's lives. I mean, even the cops were like, he's safe. You know how, you don't know how many people's lives he's saved. Cause he literally, the guy, the, the mass shooter, the shit pump was literally geared up to like mow out that whole mall. Yeah. You know, I mean, I see all these second amendment pro second amendment guys, these advocates, myself included, I mean, they're all over Twitter and they're, you know, all over Facebook and they're like, lesson here, carry everywhere, you know? Yeah. And, 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 and it sucks that we have to live in a society that has forced us to, you know, adopt that mentality. But well, at the same my, time, my opinion I, on me, that, I'm on, just like, whatever, fuck them. Yeah. My opinion on that, though, is the basic fact of you don't know when you're going to run into that asshole. No, absolutely not. And I, I mean, I mean, everybody knows that I carry a gun everywhere. Yeah, but, I'm in the process of going through my LTC class, so yeah, which is really good because you can go to the movie theaters. Mm-hmm. You can't go to the movie theaters if you don't have that. I can, but oh, it should be like stupid cheap for you. Uh, yeah, yeah, I paid like forty nine bucks for the academic portion of it. I still have to do my shooting course, you know. Did portion, you do but... the did you do fourteen? Everything? Because mm. vets get it for like twenty five bucks. No, I just I didn't, but it's whatever. I already paid for it, so. Oh. Uh, one like me, right. I, I could have gotten I could have gotten it. I got it for free only because I was a correctional officer at the time. Well, folks, kids. Is it that, that is, time? Uh, oh, it, it is that time for me to uh, bow out and say adieu for the evening because 
my dinner is ready. All right, man. Spaghetti well, and meatballs, my friends. Spaghetti and meatballs. Awesome. I know, right? But nice anyways, thing. everybody, thank you all for watching. Thank, uh, and don't forget, uh, go to Stone uh, Stone Oven to watch me either A, bomb horribly, or B, very funny on August 13th, uh, hosted by Scott, Skylar Young. Is it Skylar Young? God, I just... I am not a good host today for some reason. I don't know why. All right. But bottom line, folks, get off your ass. Get out Wilson. there. Yeah. Get out of your house. Leave your masks behind because let's face it, they don't fucking work anyway. And just get out there and support our boy. And if you don't, well, shame on you. Unfollow our show. <laughs> all right, everybody. Well, I'm David Dickerman. I'm Johnny Skelton. Thank you all for listening, watching, or whatever you do. Goodbye. Your ear whores are welcome. Here,